0: could be part of the next major league baseball playoffs 14 up from 10 imagine being opposed to that good morning to you good tuesday morning i'm dayon Kovachevich of dk pittsburgh sports this is daily shot of pirates it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey i also offer up daily shots of steelers and penguins where you found this 14 is the number that's been put forth By the owners in these ongoing labor discussions with the players' union. Not surprisingly, the players are opposed to this. I'm not making that up. If you ever wanted evidence that the players will just say no to anything that gets put their way and that simultaneously, The owners will say no to anything that gets put their way. Here you have it. Imagine, imagine taking the stance from the union perspective, the people representing the players, that you'd rather have fewer teams having a chance at the World Series and then ratifying that agreement and then sending everyone off to spring training to do what? Oh, right, to compete for a chance at the World Series, to go blood, sweat, and tears for seven months, beginning with a month of spring training. Hopefully, hopefully, from the individual player's perspective, to have a chance to jump up and down in the clubhouse at the end and spray each other with champagne and you know, put those big goggles on and everything else. You would vote against that now. What logic could there possibly be in this? Well, I'll say in advance that the conclusion I'm going to reach here won't surprise you in the slightest. But let's begin with reality. In the pandemic year 2020, with the Greatly shortened season, just 60 games. It was agreed upon mutually that the tournament would include 16 teams. Same as what we see in the NHL and the NBA. No big deal. Lots of teams got in that hadn't been in before. They actually got in with best of three series, as opposed to the one and done that the Pirates had to go through a few years back. And it created... You know, for a brief time in a handful of cities, some excitement that normally isn't there. Did a handful of teams sneak in that might have otherwise in a normal year not gotten in? Yeah, but again, pandemic, more happiness, more whatever. And, you know, no one perished. There was still a legitimate World Series champion at year's end. The owners wanted to keep that format in part to line their own pockets and in part to satisfy TV networks that are paying zillions of dollars for games and would much rather have playoff games than regular season games. The players sensing, and this part is fair, that they have just this one bargaining chip or not many bargaining chips, and this is among the handful pulled back a little bit, knowing that this is going to be a labor contract year following the 2021 season, and they were like, "Mm, you know, not so fast. So they've agreed to 12 rather than 10, and the owners want 14. But there's more to this. There's always more to this, because there's always a Scott Boris angle to everything. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Remember a couple of weeks ago when Boris publicly made fun of the Atlanta Braves for winning a World Series by just loading up at the deadline? He attempted to make the case, and pathetically so, that the Braves were not a worthy champion because they weren't spending up in the range of the Dodgers, the Yankees, and other teams. That this was a team that was put together at the last second, uh, just a patchwork group that didn't cost all that much, and as such, they were inauthentic. To know what it is that makes Boris tick. You'd have to know this. You'd have to know his thinking regarding the Braves. And in turn, to know why the Union is taking this extremely careful and seemingly nonsensical, reluctant approach toward expanding playoffs, you'd have to know that the Union takes its cues, willingly or otherwise, from Boris. Now, if you haven't been following the labor negotiations, and I wouldn't blame you if you hadn't, you might think I'm making this next part up. But this is actually on the record. This has been part of the back and forth between the owners and players, that the players fear that if you expand the playoff field... Oh, you figured this out already, right? Uh, Well, I'm going to finish it anyway. Well, if you expand the playoff field to include teams that don't spend a ton of money, you will disincentivize teams from spending the money necessary to qualify For the tournament, this sport is so broken. The culture underneath this sport is so broken that they are looking for ways to punish teams based in markets that legitimately don't produce, in some cases, even a fraction of the revenue of the New Yorks, Los Angeleses, and Chicagos, and all that. I am not defending in any way, shape, and form Bob Nutting underspending in Pittsburgh. The Pirates should be at $100 million with their payroll. I can say that till I'm blue in the face and it's still going to sound like I'm defending the guy. I'm not. The Pirates should be at $100 million. It is lousy right now that they aren't, and it will become all over again scandalous if they don't get to that point very soon, meaning once their younger players arrive and they aren't blocking them on the roster. This really doesn't have much to do with the Pirates, believe it or not. This is the case of a players' union that's completely controlled by one agent, And the agent convinces these people of bizarre, bizarre concepts like this one. And they've all somehow been able to convince each other that the teams that don't have the same amount of money just deserve to be punished for it repeatedly again and again and again. One of their solutions is, to the competitive imbalance right now is to impose a draft lottery. Why? Because they're all clearly trying to lose on purpose. Again, this isn't to absolve the Pirates. When Ben Charrington came in, that's as clear a tanking process as you'll find. But are all of them doing that? And is that really the problem that should be getting tackled here? As opposed to putting in a salary cap type system? that forces teams to spend up to a floor and at the same time ensures that they can by lowering the ceiling? I mean, that would solve all of this like that. And you know what else it would do? It would get more money to the types of players that Boris doesn't generally represent. Boris is looking for stars. Boris isn't looking for the the middle-of-the-road guys. Boris is only worried about the stars. There's a reason players have left him at times over the years because they feel like they're getting neglected compared to Mr. $30 million a year or Mr. $40 million a year. All he's looking at is the upper end spectrum. And believe it or not, it's not even based in greed. He sees himself as some sort of revolutionary to the sport who should have his own wing in the Hall of Fame. That's what you're dealing with. That's what's behind... Not wanting to expand the playoffs, which, by the way, I think they still will. I think they'll be at 12 unless the players can really get something back in exchange for 14. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for just one question. Today's comes from Bill, who asks simply, Will there be a baseball season this year? Will it be a full season? My sense, Bill, most unfortunately, is that there will be a baseball season and that there's at least a chance that it'll be a full season. Not that I don't want to see baseball. Of course, I want to see baseball. I want to cover baseball. I want to fly around and report on baseball in a lot of my favorite different places across the country. This isn't about that. It's just that with every reported set of discussions between the owners and players, all of the topics that come up are the same topics that have been in play for years. It's about What year does salary arbitration kick in? What year can free agency get going? Service time manipulation. Uh, There's nothing new that's been put on the table since the owner's very first proposal. And that, to me, is unsettling. Uh, That strongly suggests to me that anything that any action that would be taken by the owners at this stage to bring back into the discussion any kind of original or even unoriginal concept that legitimately addresses competitive balance would result in nothing more than everybody just storming out of the room. Whereas if they had just hung on to that concept or at least challenged the other side to work with it, to modify it into some form that would be acceptable to them. And, of course, to Mr. Boris, you might have gotten somewhere. Maybe, maybe. But like this, the only way it's going to get somewhere, and this is, by the way, the reason that I've been openly hoping that there would be at least a significant delay to the season, The only way it gets somewhere is if outward hostility emerges, kind of like what we saw in the initial COVID breakout year in 2020, when the sides, even in the midst of a global pandemic with people literally fearing for their lives, these guys still couldn't get off message. Just to put together a patchwork season, everything was still about fighting for this or fighting for that. Most of it, to keep repeating myself, Boris based. So yeah, if you see a session here at any point in the next three to four weeks, and that's when pretty much everyone is predicting that you'd better have something done or you're not going to have any semblance of a spring training, at least not starting on time, season Couldn't start on time, from what I understand, if they don't have a total agreement done by March 1. They need to come to blows. They need for things to get really, really gnarly. Storm out. Throw briefcases or something. I don't know. What does it look like when they get mad? I don't know. Walk away. Let everyone know that you no longer care about the urgency. Don't just say it. Show it that you no longer care about the urgency. Of getting the season started. Now that's when you start getting the owners to think, hey, listen, these guys are completely unreasonable. We might as well just put in the system we want because, you know, we own the company, we run the company, and by law, we set the work rules. They don't have to oblige by them, but we set them. And that's when things get, you know, whoa. <laughs> but at least, at least. You start moving in a direction that rather than punishing teams for not having enough revenue, you start figuring out ways to A, get them some, and B, force them to spend it on baseball. Seems reasonable. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shutter Pirates. We will do another one tomorrow.